The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel about holistic clutter-free spaces. My name is Mia, for those of you who are just dropping by, and today I want to talk to you about decluttering your spaces to bring in more of what you're wanting in your life. So how to declutter your spaces in a way that helps you to attract more of the things that you're wanting to see, manifest, or experience inside of your life. Now to me, this is a big part of creating supportive spaces, which I am all about. I think it's so important that you don't just create empty clutter-free spaces, but that you create intentional supportive spaces. And that includes supporting the life that you're wanting to live and supporting the goals that you're trying to achieve. Now, I'll be honest. Um, I had a little bit of trouble presenting this particular video. I feel a little bit torn between two different sides of myself, you know, like my more spiritual side and then my more scientific pragmatic side. And I know that there are people out there who maybe lean really heavily toward one side or another. So I'm really going to try to deliver this information in a way that will resonate with both sides, if at all possible. So I mean, maybe that's a little bit of a challenge for myself. But here's the thing. I've done research and just, you know, general perusing of all of the different areas, right? You know, hyper woo spirituality, religious spirituality, psychology, science. And the funny thing is like with a lot of the core concepts, everybody's kind of saying the same thing, but in their own way. I really like the quote by Catherine Ponder, who simply said, what you radiate outward in your thoughts, feelings, mental pictures, and words, you manifest into your life. So she is a popular author of many metaphysics books. Science might look at this as a chain of actions of cause and effect. Psychology would probably say that it's based on beliefs and behavior. And what you focus on mentally, you tend to reinforce and take actions toward that thing and and bring it into your life. So whether you align that with super spirituality, religion, psychology, science, it doesn't really matter because at the core, it's all the same. What you focus on is what you tend to bring more of into your life. And so I'm going to show you three main ways that you can use these principles in order to create environmental spaces inside of your home that are going to help you to attract more of what it is that you're looking for, more of the life that you're actually wanting. Okay, I'm ready to take this on. Go ahead and click the thumbs up button and let's dive in. Number one is to focus on what you do want more of instead of what you don't want more of. This could be inside of your space. This could also be inside of your life. We want to focus on the do, the positive, what we want to draw to ourselves versus what we don't want anymore. So in the more woo-woo spiritual community, they like to say that your thoughts are frequencies and that the universe will match your frequency. So if you're thinking about 
positive, high vibration is what they like to say, high vibration things, then the universe is going to match that by giving you more high vibration things. And on the contrary, if you're focusing on negative, worried, low vibration things, then you're going to receive more low vibration results. Essentially, you get what you're focused on. If you're focused on being broke and worries about money, then you're going to likely stay broke. If you're focused on running late, then you're likely going to run late. From a more psychological standpoint, you could think of it as a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, like, for example, if you were going to go to a social event and you were just so worried that people weren't going to talk to you, you weren't going to come off right, you were going to be awkward, um, so much so that when you show up, you feel awkward, you feel stressed and out of your element. And because you're coming off that way, people don't come and talk to you. You know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy because that's what you were focusing on before you ever even went to the event. So we do this in all different facets of our life. We focus on things and we bring those things into existence through our actions. This is something that I tell my students, especially as it relates to building new habits or maintaining inspiration while they're trying to make changes in their home. What you feed grows. What you keep top of mind, um, what you allow to have your time and your brain power and your focus, that's what's going to continue to flourish and grow inside of your life. And what you focus on, meditate on, think about, magnifies, meaning that it becomes larger than everything else. So it's always incredibly important, if you want to live a life that you desire, that you become crystal clear on exactly what it is that you want and that you keep focusing on that and keep focusing on that. And if you don't know what you want, then keep focusing on that discovery with hope and possibility until you feel inspired. I mean, eventually inspiration comes. So you get clear on what you want, you focus on that, and then you declutter everything that is not in line with what it is that you're wanting. You know, if you want a new relationship, let go of the old one first. If you're wanting more business clients, then clear out your filing cabinet, go through your emails, make space for new clientele. If you want to present yourself differently, then go declutter your closet, you know, of everything that's not in line with a version of yourself you're working to become. And one of the most effective ways to effortlessly attract something into your life is to just create some empty space. So if you're hoping to find your soulmate, but your schedule is so jam-packed with business meetings and events and, you know, all of these other things, you need to first create some space inside of your schedule to allow that person you're wanting to find to be able to find you. I mean, if your schedule was like that and then you were to happen to meet somebody at a coffee shop, you wouldn't have time in your schedule to develop a relationship anyway. So you have to create space for what it is that you're wanting more of inside of your life. Number two is get your space into alignment with yourself. Clutter is highly symbolic. It really symbolizes what you're willing to tolerate inside of your life. And I've said it before, your environment is a reflection of your mind. It's like your mind is the projector and your environment is the projection. So your environment is only going to display what the projector is projecting out. That's why when you're stressed and anxious and overwhelmed, your environment looks chaotic and overwhelming. When you're feeling depressed, your environment looks sad and heavy and like it's falling apart. But it's also a feedback loop. So your environment can also then influence and inform your brain. It can make you feel more calm. It can make you feel more inspired. It can interrupt the negative cycle that you're living in, this whole feedback loop of, I feel overwhelmed, so my environment looks overwhelmed, so I still feel overwhelmed. And that's just this continuous cycle. If you interrupt it by making positive changes into your environment, that can often immediately influence how you're feeling, your energy, and your thought patterns. So if your surroundings are energizing and positive, then you're more likely to operate on what the spiritual community calls 
a higher frequency. You'll attract or manifest better things in your life with less effort. On a more psychological standpoint, having positive surroundings in our environment or in your habitat will directly impact your energy to feel more calming, more energized, more inspired, and that will impact then what you're attracting to yourself. So you want to keep it aligned. You want to make sure that your space supports the version of yourself that you're trying to be in order to live the life that you want to live. Make sure that it isn't stagnant and keeping you attached to the old, old ways of doing things, old routines, old relationships, old sentiments, you know, things that are keeping you grounded and stuck in previous ways while you're trying to go this way. Number three is to create a vacuum for better. I have a quote from an article that I wrote that says, sometimes new ideas sprout that you hadn't even thought of because you didn't have the capacity until you made the space. The truth is that a lot of times we just don't even know what things are going to happen, you know, what changes are going to come, what inspiration is going to hit. But I've seen people come into that inspiration and create whole new chapters of their lives just by making the space first, letting go of the old cluttered stagnant past and creating a clear space for something new. You can't manifest something new if there's no space for it. So sometimes the space needs to come first. There's a saying that nature abhors a vacuum, which is basically saying that removing the old creates a vacuum for something new. Now, some people use this literally, like if you remove the old toaster that requires a butter knife to push down the lever, then you'll be creating space for a new toaster to come in and take its place. And sure, I've seen this happen before, but also sometimes I think that you don't need something else to come in. Sometimes the space is the new thing that belongs there. But think about it. Maybe you clear a room out in your home and now all of a sudden you have the space to think and those thoughts turn into inspiration and that inspiration turns into a whole new trajectory of your life. You just never know what's going to happen when you create the space for something new. This is another reason why focusing on holistic clutter-free spaces as opposed to barren cold spaces is so important. And if you want to know how to do that, then you should check out my holistic clutter-free formula for free using the link in the description. 